0: Podcast by Flora Fauna Healing, and my name is Kayla. This podcast centers around soul work and inner work. I am a professional intuitive, a tarot card reader, a Holy Fire Two Reiki master, artist, and astrologer. I use my spiritual gifts and personal experience to delve into inner work to be able to bring you thought-provoking material based on guidance from my spirit guides. To further this work, I create content geared around personal self-reflection, which you can find on my Patreon, wwwpatreoncom Healing Patreon is a subscription service allowing for monthly content to be followed and for me, features healing tools, writing prompts, and inner work for you. If you'd like to take this even deeper, I offer mentorship in my practice. In mentorship, we delve around working at your healing to look into patterns and ways you may be holding yourself back. We get into the nitty gritty together in a safe space and dive as deep as is comfortable for you. I use every skill that I have during these sessions so nothing is off limits based on your needs. Locally. I'm running meditation nights once a month on Fridays. These meditations feature holy fire to Reiki energy and are healing on a variety of levels, different each and every time. You can book me for a tarot reading session in person, over the phone or over Zoom. You can book me for Reiki as well in person or at a distance. And you can book mentorship in person or at a distance as well. You can find more information on these services over at my website, www.florafaunahealing.org lastly i'm an intuitive astrologer and i use my abilities to dive into your natal chart this often brings me a lot of insight as to what you're here to learn and how you can go about it where your barriers might be and what you're really here for this can really be enlightening and shed a lot of insight on where you may be struggling and how best to dive into that work okay guys time to get nice and cozy wrap yourself up in a nice blanket and grab your favorite beverage Hey guys, welcome to you the Shift. My name is Kayla. I am Flora fauna Healing. And if this is your first time here, I'm so excited to have you. Okay, so let's get into it. If you guys want to keep a pen and paper on this one, I would recommend it. Um, just out of the nature, out of what I'm talking about, I'm going to be asking some questions that might be some thought-provoking stuff. Um, so I've been doing a lot of realization lately. I've been doing a lot of leveling up lately, if I'm being honest. I have cleared so much out of my life, that was not in alignment, um, that was not serving me, that was not making me happy. And over this period of, God, I don't even know how many years, I'm going to say like four years that this process has been going on, I have some things that I want to share that I think are really important. So what I'm going to start off with is I think that the number one thing to ask yourself is what you actually want. And I'm going to get into that. We talk about manifestation and we talk about bringing what we want in our lives. but We don't take the steps that we need to do the thing. You talk about wanting a better relationship, but you're afraid of having a conversation with the person that you need to. You're afraid of setting boundaries with the person that you need to out of fear of them leaving. That's not aligned. It's not right for you. That means that there is a pattern in your way. That there's a pattern stopping you from being able to actually navigate what's going on that means that you need to sit with yourself and define what it is that you want out of a relationship truly now to truly figure out what the hell you want from a situation involves a lot of deprogramming and i don't mean the cult TBS kind of deprogramming i mean we grew up with so many things and you guys have heard me talk about this before We grew up with so many things that tell us this is how a relationship should be. This is how your education should be. This is how your career should be. This is how your family should be. And so many of those things actually stop us from achieving what our potential is in that particular area of life. There's going to be a lot of us that are going to sit here that have never actually asked ourselves what we want and what that even means. So really sitting down with yourself and asking, what do I want out of a relationship? And you can use this example in any other area of your life. I'm just starting with relationships. I think it's the most relatable area for other people. But if you're sitting in your relationship and there is feelings coming up, every time there's an argument, it may be really good to define to yourself what those feelings are. And again, this can be a touch and go process, especially if you're dealing with an abuse situation because You disassociate from your body heavily during things like that. And you may still be disassociated from abuse you've had in the past. If you are having a more or less good relationship now or a good relationship, you may still deal with disassociation from your body. So sitting in those emotions, that resistance that comes up with certain words that they say, sentences, if you really sit with yourself and journal, when they said this, I felt this. Okay, what's that blockage? Is it coming from you? Is it coming from them? Is there a point in the past that it's coming from? Is there something that might be triggering that emotion that you actually don't even identify with anymore? That's a sign that you need to navigate that particular area of your life, of yourself, of your past, of your being. And so when we talk about what we want... We basically sort of enter into like contractual agreements with the people around us, the opportunities we take, everything. Everything is an energetic contract in exchange. So if you're sitting here and you're entering into a relationship and there's some red flags and you're like, "Hmm, it's okay." Why is it okay? Do you know what you want? If those red flags are not what you want then that's an issue, and you're never going to be happy in that relationship because there are things in that relationship you do not want. You're not being clear with yourself on what you actually want in that relationship. Therefore, what you receive from the other person is never going to meet your needs because you were never clear with them. You never stated that energetic boundary like, hey, I'm not cool with it when you do this thing. And of course, everyone is false, and you're never going to be 100% matched in a relationship but you can compromise, but you can talk it out, and you can agree to disagree, and you can grow together, and you can make moves for that person, and they can make moves for you that make it better, because it is a con- like a continual readjustment, redefining. People grow and change continually over their lives if they're doing it right? Right? So if you're in a relationship and you're not continually redefining what it is that you want, what it is that you need, are your needs being met? Are their needs being met? What steps can you take to kind of bridge that gap? If that's not something you do in your relationship or if it's not something that the other person does for you, well, you're not going to be happy because neither of your needs are being met. What was good for you 20 years ago and where you're at now? are two very different people and your partner is going to be a different person too so if you've done your job well in terms of emotional healing in terms of really discussing where your boundaries are in terms of being clear in communication then there should have been a grow together process that happened there what happens in most cases is it's actually a grow apart because the issue is i can't say this or i'll lose you Okay, but why would you keep someone that isn't right for you, even though you love them? So this is where we get to the conversation about big movements. If you really want to create a life that is aligned for you, that is what you want, then you may need to make big movements. Think about it. The energy that you seek is a big energy. You need to make big movements to welcome that energy, to create space for that energy. I'm not trying to be all manifestation hooey on you guys here. Right? Not that I think manifestation is hooey. I think that the way that some people teach it is hooey um, and damaging to a lot of people. But if we look at it this way, if you want to create space in your life, but you are still engaging with things you do not want in your life, then you are creating blockages to what you actually do want in your life, and that's why you're not moving forward. And these blockages in your relationship area, let's say it's all in one area, well, they leak and they affect the other areas. So if you want your career to be booming, but your relationship sucks, Your career is not going to move because all your energy is going to what's not good instead of what is good. Now, the right choice to make here energetically is to put your energy where you want those results. If you're not getting results from your relationship, turn your results to yourself. Turn your results to what you want. Your energy should always be focused on you. And I know that sounds quote unquote shitty or selfish, and that's BS. It's not. It really is not. And a lot of people don't get that. Your responsibility is your life. I know that might sound a little cold. If that does sound cold, I encourage you to look into codependency. Sorry. (laughs) I love you. But... The thing that we're looking at here is you are your own person. You're responsible for your own feelings. You're responsible for your own well-being. Your partner is not responsible for any of that. They're responsible for their feelings, their well-being. What you do in a healthy relationship is meet in the middle where you both co-enrich each other's experience and you co-contribute to each other's experience. It is a contract, not a carry-through, right? It is an energetic agreement, an energetic change or altering of energy of alchemy when two people meet and those energies create something different is your creation of energy equal sustaining supportive loving if it's not then that might be where some areas of your life aren't working we have been taught largely and again we're going to go back to programming a little bit here that you know Um, We need to have a relationship to have a well-balanced life. You need to have children to have meaning from your life. You, You need to have a very large paying job so when you retire, you'll be well set. While there's some wisdom to maybe one of those things, the others are someone projecting onto you, projecting generational trauma onto you, projecting their own desires or patterns or regrets or desires onto you. What you need to do continually is ask yourself what it is that you want. Because there's a gap between the life that you want and where you're at now. And I'm not saying that you need to have a vision board to fix this. No, take tangible steps. For the love of God, take tangible steps. Do not just put something on your wall and stare at it with love every day and expect it to come through. You have to make moves. I'm serious. So many people teach about manifestation. You have to make moves. Put your toes in the water. Act like you already have it, literally. Make moves or you'll never get what you what you want. You have to make moves. You have to either make moves in your energy, in your life. The moves you have to make are going to depend on what it is that you want, right? So again, if we look at relationships, And you decide you're going to stay in your relationship even though that person is not treating you well. Even though that person is not meeting your needs in any way and you just want to stay there because you love them. That will F up the other areas of your life because they have to be in alignment with you. If you are in a place where you are self-sacrificing, then the rest of your life is going to ask you to self-sacrifice. Because it's a bigger lesson. So when you don't learn a lesson, the universe brings it in louder. It might bring it into other areas of your life. And then all of a sudden, there's all these areas of your life. And maybe you have good boundaries at work, so it's not leaking in at work. It's leaking in at home. Then you need to ask yourself, why would that be? Why do I have a different standard from my job than I do from my relationship? Why do I have a different standard in that area? Where my boundaries are. Why am I okay to conduct myself professionally, but I can't conduct myself properly in a relationship? Or ask what is needed. Maybe I think because my boss pays me that they're required to do the things that I need. Okay, but a relationship is also an energetic exchange where you've agreed to what you're receiving. So stop agreeing. Work at dismantling that because that's what's going on be working at codependency and work at being able to speak in a conflict and really be truthful about what it is that you want and need if that's not met then you may have to make that big move to be able to bring the life that you want to yourself because that's when you get down to it you have to move the things that are not for you out of your life or find ways to align them find ways to align yourself But continuing on with the status quo of where things are going is not going to work for you. The whole reason I wanted to have this conversation with you guys today, and I realize that it is particularly one-sided, but I hope that you guys will share what you guys think with me or your own stories me. I'm always open to that, and I love to hear them. There is probably not much that I enjoy more than hearing feedback from you guys, so share away. um, Because I love meeting people where they're at. So the reason why I wanted to do this today is because I realized that I had some of these blocks in my own life. So I'm going to share my own experience to see if it's relatable to you guys. And if that's for you, then great. If it's not, also great. But I'm going to do it anyway in the interest of vulnerability here. I realized that um, I started out really asking myself what I want. I quit my full-time job a long time ago, years ago. And I, I really sat with myself and I'm like, what the F do I want? What do I want for my life? And so I created a vision for my life. And I firmly believe that at that point, I was in alignment with what I wanted to create. And the universe was like, "Mm, but is she going to stick to it? I don't know. Let's trip her. <laughs> and so they did. Anyway, so I ended up bringing my business plan somewhere, and I had someone that I held in really high regard just kind of tell me that everything that I wanted to do was trash, and I had to do it their way. Um, they probably wouldn't phrase it that way, but that's exactly what happened. I went in asking, like, hey, I want to do life coaching. You know, I really want to um, use the education that I have to further education in other people, offer tools and resources. Um, be able to help people reassess where they're at in their lives and help them have some tools to succeed. And this person was like, no, there's so many people doing that that you can't do it. You're never going to succeed. And I was like, okay, sounds good. No, this is not how it works. Even if there are a bajillion people in your field, they're not you. It's okay that there's a saturated market. There's a saturated market in everything. What makes you you is you. Your experience, your voice, how you relate things to other people, it's just you, how you go about things. You could have two life coaches and I might not be able to do shit for other people because maybe I'm not enough of a hard ass for them, you know? Like, maybe I don't push enough, maybe I'm too gentle. Like, you need varieties of personalities because one person cannot be all things to all people and so that's why you see that people who are really true to themselves are the people that succeed because their colors are fully visible they know that what they bring to the table is well worth its weight in gold and so they succeed because they're not offering you something that's not authentic they're offering you themselves and their own experience truly And these people truly stand by the movements that they make. The big movements they make. And that's why they're successful. Energetically, you need to stand behind the movements that you make. So anyway... I decided recently that I was going to make a lot of movements. And I've been making a lot of big moves for like four years. And they might not be big moves to other people, but they're big moves to me, man. (laughs) I used to be a huge wallflower personality, okay? I wanted no recognition. I wanted to just, you know, stand in the background. Nobody sees my face. Welcome to why podcast, y'all. Nobody sees my face, right? I really wanted to just just contribute and, and not necessarily receive anything back. Not aligned. Energy is a give-and-take exchange. I need to be out there because a big part of what my mission is here is to help other people embrace their authenticity. So how can I do that if I don't embrace my own, i.e. having a body and a face, right? It's just a vessel. Get over yourself, right? Like, it's just a vessel. I'm sorry I'm riding a meat suit made out of stardust. Like Everyone else has one. Mine just looks different. Whatever. That is programming, right? So if I want to create a life where I'm authentically speaking, but I'm not being authentic, well, guess what? It's just not going to work. So that's what I mean. When you have to make these really big movements, you need to maybe make some big decisions about what's aligned in your life and what isn't. It may be really good if you've gone through a lot of gaslighting, if you've never had to ask yourself what you want before, if you really sit within that, And focus on, okay, well, what do I actually want? And every day the answer might be different. One of the biggest ways that I learned this lesson is where my bar for success was. My bar for success used to be, I don't give a shit how much money I make. I just want to make people happy. And then, and then these people in my life started telling me, well, you're not making enough, well, you should be farther ahead than you are right now, well, you should be this, and you should be that, okay, great, I have limitations, and I also have a lot of time boundaries that I really need to follow, Uh, maybe takes me longer to recharge my battery, because I'm super intuitive, Um, I need a lot of time for art, I need a lot of time to create, my life is worth nothing if I don't get to create, man, I know that seems silly, but welcome to artistry, like, I have to create. If I do not create, I go crazy. I need to put all of this energy that I carry outward to transform it, to transmute it, to help get it off my chest and change it into something beautiful. And that's just what I love to do. I love to create and release and transform and just, I love to play with energy because that's what I'm doing when I'm making art. I'm playing with energy in a tangible form and sometimes not a tangible form, right? I love to be immersed. Welcome to Pisces moon problems. I love to be seriously immersed in the beauty of the universe. So welcome to why a nine to five job never worked for me. There's not enough heart. And so when I quit that big job, that job that had all these people going, oh, wow, you're so successful. Look at you. You've got ADHD and you're maintaining this full-time job and you were super nuts five years ago. And look at you now. I'm the same person. I just made big movements. I made big movements then, and then I I, I stepped back into those problems again, because that environment where I thought, you know, I was living a life that I really enjoyed at the time of making those big movements, but the one thing that was missing is I really wanted a, a career that was really meaningful to me, and... I knew that I had to do it my own way. And so I decided to do both of them, my full-time job and the career that I really wanted at the same time and burnt myself the hell out. But it was what I needed to do to build a client base and whatnot. And I don't regret it. And a lot of people got to do that, whatever. It's the whole thing. But anyway, I, at that point of bringing my business plan to this person was so... Deep in my reflection of what I wanted, what do I want, what do I want, what do I want? And the answer was, I just want to live. I want to live and I want to help people and I want to bring joy to other people's lives and I want to help them detangle themselves. I want to help them step into a version of life that they can live their lives that serve themselves as opposed to just serving everyone around them as opposed to living running on empty I don't believe that anybody should live running on empty. I don't think that's sustainable. I don't care what you say. It's not sustainable. I get it. You need to make bills. I got bills. I make bills. I don't live that way. There are ways that you can get around it. Um, You just have to be strategic in your movements. And again, ask yourself what you want. You know, if you work that super full time job, but you travel for like two months out of the year, maybe that's actually energetically worth it to you. It very well could be. And you're answering what you want, because that motivator is so strong that it's worth it. And maybe you take mini trips on the weekend to satisfy your, you know, your travel desire. Maybe you fill up a suitcase throughout the year and and that brings you that continual dopamine and motivation towards what you're going for. That's completely fine because you're in alignment there. You, You pursue that goal so strongly that the energetic currency that you're putting out is a match. So anyway, I was building this plan and I kept getting told that like, no, this isn't good enough. This isn't good enough. This isn't good enough. And I was like, but it's what I want and I can make it work. I'm one of those people. You give me something, I make it work. I'm super resourceful. I'm very driven and I'm full of ideas. I make shit work. So many things in my life should not have worked that I make work. If you want something, you make it work. You make those big movements, right? And so I stopped making big movements. I made tiny, calculated movements. I did craft shows that I never wanted to be at. I made jewelry that I didn't want to make. I made... I can't say that I did that with art because I never did. My art is very authentic. My art is what I want it to be. If people don't like it, great. I don't care. (laughs) Right? Like, there are some times that I'm in, like, such a bad place and the art is actually terrifying. And I'm like, oh, dear God. Oh, well it speaks to somebody. I've had people buy those pieces and I'm like, "Girl, why?" <laughs> but you know, art speaks to people that it speaks to, and so I show up very authentically in my art because it's art. That's what you should do, right? And if only I could bring that in every other area of my life because that's the goal and that's what I am doing. So anyway, now after 4 years of following that module, consistently not meeting the targets that I was supposed to meet. Why? Because I was burnt out, because what I wanted wasn't in alignment, because I was tapping the wrong places, because my business plan was not, in fact, what I wanted to do with my life. I got a lot of really good things out of it, And I got a lot of really big opportunities, but those opportunities showed up when I started stepping back and actually like, well, not stepping back, but like clapping back and using my voice. That's how I got those opportunities. And that's how I made those rifts to be able to separate myself energetically from what was going on in my life. So basically I've been rambling on for 21 minutes now, which is, you know, fine. But what I really wanted to get at is if you are living a life that you are not actually aligned with, and you have this goal and you're like relentlessly pursuing it really make sure that it's what you want because what you want shouldn't just be like you maybe have goals for career but you have goals for your personal life or do you only have goals for career we are taught to grind for our career why aren't we taught to grind for ourselves or our personal life or our retirement or what we friggin want Your goals should have motivation behind them. Your goals should be like these things that excite you so much. If your life's not exciting you, you're doing it wrong. Spoken from a Sagittarius rising who needs to be perpetually stoked about everything. But you know what I mean? You need to experience, you need to live, you need to find joy in what you do. I find joy in every single day. I wake up happy, I go to bed happy. You know, like, I might have some moods in the day or whatever, but I consistently enjoy my life. If I don't, there's some big movements going to happen because I'm done. I'm done living my life for other people. I'm done living the life that other people think I should live, and I'm done trying to force something that just isn't fucking working for me. What works for me is not what works with other people, and that's okay, right? If I show up to my life with an empty canvas, which is what I'm doing right now, I have showed up to my life with an empty canvas, and I've gone, show me what's possible. I let go of all these big things that I did not want to let go of. Oh, my God. I dug my nails, and I was like, no, 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 right? I'm glad I let them go because they weren't for me. And as soon as I did with every single one of them, all these incredible things just started showing up. Like, like large amounts of money out of literally nowhere, like just these opportunities that were like, whoa, anything that I needed, it was there. And I've never lived life like that. And it's because I never allowed myself to live life like that. I never let myself show up to what I want. And so now I'm sitting in my life and just looking at this big blank canvas, right? I have a lot of those quote unquote cornerstones that I talked about earlier. Oh, I didn't. I, this is my second run through of this podcast. I wasn't articulating clearly enough for what I liked, and I sometimes I really like need to untangle my own brain. Right. So what I was talking about in when I talk about cornerstones is all these things that other people look at that they think mean success. So for me, that could have been like a physical location. I recently have decided that I'm leaving my studio because it's not aligned for me. I want a place that is paper use. I want a retail front one day and I just can't do that where I'm at. My landlords were giving me a lot of trouble, like a lot, a lot, a lot of trouble, um, just not maintaining things, etc. And energetically, I didn't want to be attached to that anymore. My studio was such a place of absolute love for me and reverence for me that I want to take that to the next level that it's supposed to be. And I've gotten some guidance from some pretty amazing people in my life that are no longer here, like they're passed on, they didn't just ditch me, Um, (laughs) that I was supposed to move this year. And so I'm waiting because I think that in order to get what I want, I need to create space for what I want and I don't have the space if I decide to leave the studio, which I have, then that means that I can work at creating art, I can work at creating product, that I can build a storefront with, I can build that clientele, and what's more is I can engage creatively without having to worry about the financial aspect. I can still do everything that I do with my clients until I find a pay-per-use space. But trying to make that space work, it just wasn't doing it for me. Like it was working. There was nothing wrong with it. It just it's not suiting the vision. I want and there were some things that were wrong structurally etc like it's not in a good location um kind of dangerous at night I don't want that vibration I want people to be able to come and go feeling safe and where I was at was just not doing that and of course that's that's an energetic mismatch for the clientele I want to attract I would never want to make my clientele feel unsafe I don't want to feel unsafe when I leave my location but I did because of where it was at you know and so you've got to think about those things. Even though that studio was, like, well within my price range, it met all of my needs, et cetera, well, it kind of did, um, there were some things that weren't, quote-unquote, what I want. So now I need to really put out there what I want because I've created the room for that, and it'll happen. Whether it happens now or whether it happens later is all depending on the universe and, again, what I want and what that brings to me. But I'm really looking at creating my life with an empty canvas, I've made so many movements in the last few years that I'm really just showing up for myself authentically and asking myself, okay, what do I want before I agree to anything? I am no longer in the position where I need anything. So now I can look at it as, is it an energetic match? Because if not, I'll find one. It doesn't matter how good it looks on paper. Is it a match? Is it easy? Is it effortless? Does it make sense? And so in every area of my life, that's how I'm showing up. In my relationship, I show up that way. And that's why my relationship's always been so strong because my partner shows up that way too. What is it that you want? Am I not meeting your needs? Let's bridge the gap. Let's do the work. And so that is what happens. We continually re-meet, reassess, look at what we want. And we do that together and we both really listen to each other. And even if our needs are not lining up, we figure out how to make that work, right? And so I really wanted to take that approach into every other area of my life. And so now I have a job that's meeting all my needs in a way that I'm like, how, 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 how? And you know what? I'm not, I am asking questions about it because I'm asking how and I'm going to stop doing that. It's because I deserve that. And that's another thing. You need to believe that you deserve what you want. You need to believe that you deserve it just because you're inherently human. You are deserving of your own existence. The universe is morally neutral, dude you assign good and bad and worth and unworth to all these events and things in your life the universe is morally neutral it doesn't give a shit what decisions you make it just shows up for you it shows up for you when you show up for yourself and and it doesn't care if you've made a good decision or a bad decision it just shows up for you and it just shows up to bring you more of what you're putting out so many people and I'm an astrologer and here I am telling you that karma doesn't matter You know what matters? Like, yes, obviously, do good things. Why? Because good things need to happen. Why? Because you are a good person. You don't do good things in fear of retribution for bad things happening to you and then you believe that you're a good person. No. No. That's not how it works. It's just not. You have to come from that place of goodness when you do those good acts because the universe knows what your intention is. So what's your intention when you look at what you want? Is your intention, oh, I want to climb the corporate ladder, you know? Yeah. Or is your intention, I'm going to have that job. I'm not going to stay here for long and I'm just going to rock it up. Or is your intention, yeah, you know what, I don't actually want to get serious about this job. But but you're saying your intention or you're, you're trying to believe your intention is I want all this money. It's not the same you have to really look at the color spectrum in your intention and I'm saying that to give people kind of a view of the energy here. You have to look at all the energetic frequencies within your decision within the contracts you make within what you agree to. Does that energy feel good. Does all of that energy feel good. If it doesn't feel good, what are the parts that don't feel good? Are they integral or is this something you can work on? And guess what? In two weeks, you're going to ask yourself that question again because you may gaslight yourself and say that it's going to work just because you want the opportunity so bad. Reassess. Nothing in this life is permanent unless you allow it to be because of where you get yourself stuck. Really assess what it is that you want and then you'll have a life you want. Truly, it's that simple. you just got to be willing to let go. You've got to be willing to let go of control. And you've got to really be willing to reassess energetically where you are at all times. And know when something isn't working for you, that the universe will bring you something better. But you have to have the courage to let it the fuck go. I know it's not easy. It's never easy. But you have to have faith that something's going to catch you when, it, when you fall because it will. You will. And I know you think that it's the universe or these other forces. You're going to catch yourself. You're going to create those opportunities. You made the room for the universe to deliver the blessings that it's coming to you with. You made the room. It's on you, not the universe's magical blessings. It is on you. You made those movements. You're being rewarded for those movements, but you did the work. If you hadn't done the work, then you'd still be where you were before. So it's not about the universe. It's actually about you. And you have to understand how much power your decisions have and how much you might be willing to let yourself be stuck over some small thing that you're not willing to deal with. Continually reassess where your energy is. Redefine what success means to you. Never follow somebody's words blindly. When you're underneath a mentor or an advisor or a boss or whatever... You have to continually reassess where your own energy is. If it's out of alignment, sorry, but it's not for you. The longer you continue it, the more out of line your whole life is going to fall. Make the big movements. You will not regret it know that you are worth those movements and know that you are deserving of everything you receive after you make those movements. So anyway, I know this isn't really like a Patreon topic this month and that's fine because again, I am reassessing and making sure I'm making the correct movements. So Patreon is on pause for the month while I'm kind of reassessing after I've left the studio, all of that. I just really wanted to come on and talk to you guys while there was something like I really needed to articulate to you guys. So I hope this episode was helpful Um, I am still operating in all of my capacities. You can still do distant breaky with me. You can do tarot with me. Um, You can do mentorship with me. It's just going to be on the phone or online. I am running my meditation nights, but I'm not running mine for this month because I have to work late, guys. I'm sorry. We're having some schedule changes, but in September I won't have them anymore. Just kind of need to make things work while we kind of get things set up where I am right now. And, yeah, so basically everything is normal except for the few things that I was doing in person. If you do need that, you know, that assistance, whatnot, um, I, I will travel if that's something you need. So definitely hit me up. but distance is available for every service that I offer. I love you guys. I hope you guys have an absolutely excellent month. And, yeah, enjoy your day and your weekend.